let you actually choose which one. So, so do you want to talk about OnlyFans and how sustainable it uh, it is, and and uh, how much sense it makes to you, or do you want to talk about? Um, actually, no, that's what we're going to talk about. That's going to be the last. One. <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you ever subscribed for an OnlyFans? Fuck no. I've never paid for pornography, bro. <laughs> Thank never, you. Thank I've, you. There's free paid, porn out there. I've never paid for pornography. I've never slid a girl money to send me nudes or something like that. Um, I'm like, if I'm going to be spending money, I might as well just skip straight ahead uh, and be and either find a chick that will, you know, say, bust it open for some dollars or, you know, <laughs> I, or, or that I know... Like I can just buy, you know, what I'm saying some trees or buy her some food or whatever, and and that's enough uh, uh, to get in, or whatever. Right, right. right. <laughs> so it just doesn't make sense to me when there's so, I mean, so much free porn out there. Yeah. But I think it's the idea of it being somebody that you know, mm-hmm. or somebody that you can talk to live. I think that is where the thrill mm-hmm. lies, because. I personally two comedian girls, and they both have OnlyFans. And one of them, uh, she, uh, she's a suicide girl, so she's been doing like online porn type shit. But she's had OnlyFans for a few years. And I started seeing that, I was like, oh my god! Like, I, I was intrigued, but I was like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking pay for this. Are you kidding yeah, me? Like, exactly. yeah, kind of girl believe me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Exactly. And, and and once again, like you said, you know, we've come up and it's like, maybe, you know, maybe we don't have the most game or the most charisma. We're not the big dick swinging, you know, super swagalicious, whatever. But the thing is, that's not even always, you know, that may get your door in the foot some, or foot in the door um, sometimes, but it doesn't always uh, let you stay there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like, we, you, you know, you learn to compartmentalize and realize, okay, me being myself, um, there's just always going to be certain people who are never going to see me as a romantic interest, but I can at least enjoy their company in this respect or whatever, and then go to this other person who will bust it open or who will give me these, these other things. If this is something that men have, you know, we have an issue with in general. Incel isn't even just about not getting pussy, because you can be getting pussy and still have an incel. It's more about a mentality about how you look at women and how you look at society because you think that you, because you fulfill a certain checklist of duties or behaviors, that you are owed pussy. I was a, I was, I deserve it. I was a good guy. I did blah, 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 blah. Women are able to compartmentalize and realize, okay, you know, uh, if they want to, they can have a nigga that's going to pay their bills. They have a nigga who's going to dick them down. They have a nigga whom, uh, uh, it's just there to listen to their problems. You know what I'm saying? They have a nigga who takes them out for socializing and hell, maybe they luck up and find that all in one nigga. Maybe it's two or three of them or whatever the fuck. And men, of course, you know, do this shit too. But women are far more crafty because they learn at a younger age. They're conditioned at a younger age to let them compartmentalize themselves and understand that, look, you are a full human being, but oftentimes you're going to be judged just for being a woman and you're going to have expectations of you, you know, blah, blah, blah. So learn to just shut out different parts of yourself. Guys, we don't grow up with those same restrictions. We kind of grow up more or less thinking that, like, you know, you do this and, and you follow this protocol and you should get what you want or you should get what you're quote unquote promised. And this naturally spills over into how we interact with, I mean, really all people, you know, men are toxic to other men in this way, but but also romantically with women. Matter of fact, I was just talking to a woman I was dating a few years ago because, um, you know, we're still cool and everything. And she was telling me about some of the other men that she's dated and being like, 
yeah, you're much better than most of the other dudes I've dated because like some dudes seem cool on the front end and then it didn't work out. And then one nigga tried to, you know, he kicked my door down. Other niggas might get physically abusive or start harassing, you know, you and, and shit. And it's just like, it's just like, oh my. And these aren't like, and this isn't like, oh, these are ugly dudes who have no personality, no charm, no skills, no nothing going on in life. But they still have that, that conditioning of I did this, this and that. I followed along this dialogue tree. I deserve this result at the end and it's like that's not the way this that's like that's not the way it is it's that we are not taught to compartmentalize ourselves as much and to be vulnerable about the fact that certain needs are being satisfied and not being satisfied we're just more or less like damn i thought like if i do steps a b and c that i get this i think a lot of it has to do with um you know how society has brought us up you know right. i think of just, you know all of the the movies that we watch, all of the mm-hmm. propaganda, video shows, just, you know, like everything that you've ingested culturally mm-hmm. through media over your entire life has preconditioned you to believe that, you know, if a man acts a certain way, a woman should act to reciprocate in a mm-hmm. certain fashion. And yep. some people, they take that so strongly to heart that when it doesn't happen that way they're in such a shock like such a state of disbelief that Mm. their expectations are not met that Mm -hmm. they are thrown into a frenzy and then they become these incels who you know now are talking about like let's fucking take what's ours aka rape you know (laughs) what I mean like (laughs) but that's the truth you know, but that's she the, was wearing a fucking dress. You know, we don't always, I think that is a systemic failure, a cultural failure, more, uh, more so, um, with men, you know, is that we are not taught and we don't teach one another to compartmentalize ourselves, to be vulnerable and express the ways in which we are feeling unsatisfied and, um, you know, and then being able to separate our different desires and, and things that we want in the same way that women do. You know, we oftentimes look for bundle packages. You know, it's kind of like that joke of like women need six different, you know, products for their hair, whereas men will use six in one, you know what I'm saying, uh, shit to wash their car, wash their hair and to wash their dishes. You know, I think there is a um, I think there is a grain of truth in that in in terms of like how uh, uh, men and women are conditioned to think and uh, have expectations of one another. You know, even for these dudes who are, you know, quote unquote pathetic or, you know, losers, I don't even like that term because I feel like I was at the same point in my life. And I had to I had to develop a whole new set of, of, of skills and different experiences and go through a whole different set of humiliation in order to develop the charisma and confidence I have. You know, what I'm saying just like you go through steps as like a performer and shit in the first couple of years. You know, saying that nobody really talks about is you just basically fucking up and embarrassing yourself oh, and, and, and not oh, knowing what you're really doing. Same thing, you know. So it's it's the it's the it's the same exact thing. But um, even the dudes who have all the swag and the people who have all this big personality, they didn't just become that overnight. It's like you go through shit, and you get acclimated. You go through these experiences and stuff. And it's like when I think about my own life, think about all the sports teams you play, or think about those times you got pushed to play sports. Think about all the extracurricular activities, Boy Scouts and blah blah blah. It's like I just saw these things as you know, hanging out with friends or just doing interesting shit. But what I learned, realized later down the road is that this was keeping me flexible to where I was able to engage with people from a multitude of backgrounds and a multitude of situations and not always when I meet a new person, just be at a loss for words, whatever the scenario is, 
you know, and of course this plays into whatever your romantic interest happens to be. So in terms of like, you know, these dudes who are resorting to this shit, first thing I would be like, first thing I would be like is, okay, if you just want the, like the nudity and stuff, just go to Reddit or just, or Twitter or, you know, just Google, you know, whatever the fuck, right? And then, and just accept the fact that there's, there's, there's porn on Reddit. Really? The nigga, there's every, yes. Well, it's. I will say this: that as far as what's on Reddit, it isn't. Um, it isn't porn. It's more so. It isn't usually porn. It's more so. Um, uh, uh, pictures or you know, gifts and videos. And oftentimes, it's the women themselves. They just crop out their faces and shit. But it's their account, and they'll post, you know, saying their shit. And some of them do have OnlyFans or whatever, but they also post the shit on Reddit for free. So it's, you know, just to get their name out there. So. I think that sex should be treated a little bit more seriously than it is sometimes, um, you know, because you do, in some situations, you, I feel like you can transfer a piece of yourself to another person. That's called um, an STI or an STD. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> you're talking I mean, about like, spiritual STD. Oh, even if you're not, if you don't believe in like the spirit or anything, you do believe in the mind, and um, you know, it's hard to maintain. A, I don't know exactly what it is that it does to your mind, but it weakens it uh, in in a certain respect as far as like that's syphilis. Your ability also, to connect with somebody in a genuine way because of the. Well, you think it's if you really fuck too many random people, it makes it harder for you to get emotionally tied to a person because you've given too much of your uh, self away to others? I, I th- yeah, like that. And it's also just like, look, I don't want to be like, I, like, I don't want to be judgmental or anything, but I feel like it is possible that it is very immoral, you know, and... That well, could but why are you unsure? Ego, I don't know. But why? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Destroy your ego. I, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the phrase or the idea of ego death. Um, but that's often sometimes that's seeked, that's purposefully seeked um, by people. Um, I mean, I think I think it's a, I believe it's a thing in many religions, including like, well, ones that are more like secular religions, like Buddhism, that doesn't have like a deity. <clears throat> um, you know, one of the things is about ego death. Um, or and this is also something achieved by uh, taking psychedelics, um, yeah, which is yeah. something. Which I was is, actually watching a documentary on that the other day. Okay, hell yeah. So so um, so I would say that I think ego death is a good thing, and that. Okay, well then that's not what I meant. Um, okay. <laughs> honestly, I think I think that the prostitution it serves its purpose, man. Because if there's yes. guys who can't get the rocks off. They gotta go pay for sex. If those guys can't get sex, they might go hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. You don't want those crazy motherfuckers running around with their dicks hard, you know, and a gun no. in their hands. <laughs> You're gonna pop off at the wrong end. Something's gonna pop. And you, you don't want that to happen. You know what I mean? So it's it has been around since before Jesus, all right? Like this yeah. is this is the oldest profession in the book. I have no problems with sex work. I have um you know, sex to me. You know, like the the you know the sex work is work, and I completely agree with that. You know, if it's consent- essential and it's been around for millennia. Exactly. If <laughs> if two consenting adults, if if two or more consenting adults are deciding that, like, hey, I want to do, because the thing is, all relationships 
are based on this premise. I'm going to do this for you and you do this for me. But for some reason, there's this like schism when it comes to like, oh, I'm going to give you sex and you give me some money. Then it's like, oh, then we have to get the government involved and then we have to get like busybodies in the in society need to shame you and all. It's like what? The, it's like why the country? Why the? Why the? Um, it's you know, a I'm, stigma. It's yeah. A stig- yeah. I think but that I there's. I think that there's probably very likely a and probably a documented correlation between some kind of past sexual trauma and present uh, sexual proclivity. You know, like being a sex worker, a you know, prostitute, or you know, just like overly sexual active. Um, I think that it like the younger you are exposed to sex the more likely you are to seek it out in you know more unconventional environments you know which well that's that's like the um i mean that's kind of like what they say with weed though right like it's a gateway and shit it's like it's almost like saying oh that blowjob was a gateway blowjob now you'll start blowing you know anybody who asks you know who asks you to I, like I said, I feel like where the where the mental component or where like the mind and shit because there there are porn workers or sex workers whom have long term partners, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like you know they realize that you know they have this one part of them that ha- that can have sex for money, and there's a part of them that can have sex and leave and just leave that where it is, and there's a part of them that can have sex with their partner and it'd be a completely different experience, and you know what I'm saying it's it, it's satisfying, and they're able to you know have that balance or whatever, and everybody has something different same way with like strippers or escorts or you know all sex work, I feel like it should be decriminalized, legalized, and regulated because oh that was what I was trying to get to is that if we regulate this shit just like with drugs, that decreases people's participation in it. You know, one reason is that because it loses the allure. As far as like the quote unquote moral argument, where does it, you know, get, you know, gray for me and shit? It's when so many other avenues for a person to make a living, because it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, people, all they want to do is sex work. But oftentimes what it seems to me is that a lot of people who have to engage in sex work, it's because um, other doors have been shut. So as opposed to like going around and trying to say, you know, you shouldn't be engaging in this, you shouldn't be doing this. I would much more try to understand why um, they get into this business, why they feel, you know what I'm saying, that this is the way they have to make a living. Um, same thing with, like, porn, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, not everybody, plenty of people are there just to have fun or whatever. Um, but some people are there because they're fairly dysfunctional in other types of, of career paths. It's cool, like, you know, get your money any way you want. There's people who could be like, oh, you're, you know, you're this old and you're still trying to make money, you know what I'm saying, doing photo editing or doing like, you know, saying recording music and shit or like do something more, you know, real, do some data programming or some computer science type shit. Uh, Look, you know, I don't, I don't knock, I don't knock anybody because you don't know what situation has put them in. Like, you don't know why they're doing what they're doing. And, you know, it, you just don't know people's lives, you know, like if you want to be a sex worker, fine. If you were made to be a sex worker because you were trafficked. Oh, no. Like yeah, that, that's... that's fucking terrible. You know? Right. Uh, which unfortunately is the truth for a lot of people. Yes. Um, they're not so-called trafficked, but they're basically tricked into, you know, mm-hmm. tricked for a reason. They're tricked right. into doing it. Yeah. Um, Tiger King, <laughs> those two right. straight, those no, two straight dudes. That... A lot of a lot of these girls, they start when they're you know fucking thirteen, fourteen, 
Mm-hmm. They got this guy who's older and buys everything for them. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is, you know, it's like a Plus little thing. Yep. Monday through Friday. You know what I mean? Yep. And they're like, oh, but Tyrone gets everything for me. You know, he pays my bills. I have a cell phone. I have every every purse, all the shoes. My hair's done. My nails done. Yeah, I'm taken yeah, care of. But, like, how many dicks do you suck a week? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not free, you know? And it's and you're paying for it. And more than just your body, you're paying for it, you know, with your with your mind, a lot of these girls end up being traumatized and it's not a safe profession. Um, which like, I know, for example, like with Backpage, they're saying that Mm. Backpage was, it was, it was good and it was bad. It was bad because, you know, obviously it's facilitating prostitution and illegal activity, but it was good because it gave sex workers kind of a safe way to, be able to do their work in a manner that, you know, you know, they could coordinate and, you know, there was a paper trail, like, mm-hmm. or, you know. Call out bad Johns, call out motherfuckers who are no, right, no, no exactly. good and shit, you know. When you have took, that network. They took it down, they didn't have that network anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, I think they rebuilt it, though, because I've been seeing, like, like, vans in the in the street that say, back page is back up. <laughs> this so, prob- I, don't, oh, I, I never used it. I've never, never ever wanted to pay for pussy that has never been me i mean but you already have if, if guys have done it you know i don't knock them or whatever that's just not my style i mean i, I think you always the thing is we already have we always you always do it's part of the stigma for it in different ways yeah exactly you say, here's a hundred dollars you know get on yeah. your knees <laughs> yeah. like know? like you like i was telling dinner first and then you say get on your knees you Ex- exactly <laughs> yeah exactly dating is a form of prostitution also yeah, so it's, yeah. you know, marriage and shit. And, and the thing is, once again, it's like... It's all it's, the I, same shit. So, like, are we hypocrites for, you know, staring down at it? You yes. Know, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we but we pretty much declared that prostitution should be uh, decriminalized, legal, and, uh, and uh, everybody should get a voucher for uh, the services. One free trial of services of their liking. Just they to break it. Free, they should get free health care. Exactly. Yes, I agree. <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing the world a service. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, and, and the thing is, is that like we see no problem in saying, oh, I'm just going to go out and have a few drinks. I'm going to go and, you know, put this poison in my body and feel good for a couple hours and then, you know, maybe feel sick afterwards. It's like I'm just we, we have no problem with accepting that indulgence as a widespread cultural practice of just doing something very self selfish. But then when it comes to anything type sex like even though everybody masturbates everybody watches porn everybody most people are trying to get laid you know what i'm saying um that's something that is uh uh you you can't you can't even even in the world of like stand-up comedy there's a certain finesse you have to talk about it with because there's still a level certain level of prudishness um in people in general 